Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello and welcome everybody. Janet Beckers here with Romance Your Tribe Radio and I have with my guest here, Pete Moriarty. G'day, Pete. G'day, Janet. How are you going? Hi. Now, I invited Pete along because Pete's actually been the person who helped us to be able to set up our, our Google tools to be able to run our business so that it's going to be so much more streamlined on the clouds. So that's where I first met Pete when he set that up for us. And that was a couple of years ago now. I think it was um, at a conference with uh, James Schwenko. It was, yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we helped set up the, the unsexy stuff, we call it, the back-end operations. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? The thing, I mean, I wanted to introduce you to Pete for a few reasons. One is I really love Pete Starr. Like he's very down to earth. Like a lot of times when you meet people who are into the geeky stuff, it's very difficult to communicate with them and they just don't quite speak the same language. Whereas Pete's one of those rare people that speaks geek and he speaks human. It's it's a pretty rare combo, <laughs> Pete. <laughs> That's my, that's, that's, my, that's my superpower. Everyone's got one superpower. That's, yeah. that's my one. Yeah. Well, it's a really, it's a pretty <laughs> rare one to have. And so, you know, to have somebody that I can introduce you to that can help you to understand this stuff, because what the one thing I know, you know, if you're listening to this and you're in business, you're online, you're, you know, you're, you're taking you know, you're going online to be able to attract clients and to make your life simpler. And yet for a lot of people, the whole technology thing can just be the huge barrier that it just seems too hard, too intimidating. And, you know, honestly, it's just a matter of finding nuts and bolts and solutions and just get it out of the road. So that's where Pete comes in really handy. Yeah. So I like to think about it as having uh, having the right team around you. Um, I know that um, for us, you know, we specialize in working with small business owners, and many small business owners didn't necessarily grow up with technology. Uh, many are baby boomers, yeah. and my parents are baby boomers. And when they were at school, there was literally like slate and chalk. They didn't have laptops and iPads and and all of that yeah. in the classrooms. And so I'm from a generation. I'm I'm Gen Y, where we we literally grew up with technology. We're the we're the tech geek generation and so I, you know, I love what we do because we're able to help business owners just focus on what they're great at, which is business. Yep. And we simplify all of the techie stuff, which means that they can just focus on running their business and growing it and scaling it. And the, the techo stuff is handled for them. That's fantastic. And you know what I just found really interesting because I always find, I don't know, I always forget my age. Like I keep on thinking every person who I talk to, I think I'm the same age as them. And I was probably just after your parents, I think, because I, we didn't have computers or anything i did my degree and we didn't have the internet or and, I, and i'm picking up the mouse to show you because the very first time we got a computer and it had like the little thing about showing you how to use a mouse and before you could yep. even start using i did that one there and i went oh that's enough I, I, that's enough <laughs> it took i had to do it every day for a week yeah, yeah, yeah. I could not cope with the mouse. So for anybody that's thinking that you can't run an online business if you're not from the era where you weren't born with this technology, there you go. I'm proof you can do it and I you still can do it. You can do it. 
yeah. So, so Peter and I thought that we would talk about systemizing your business because this is the thing that Pete's particularly good at. And you had a really nice way of describing it, Pete, about, you know, the productivity and the importance of, of having systems. So let's sort of dive into that and we're going to look at the different things that you need in place to be able to have technology that's going to support you giving great customer service and to be productive. And so we'll look at some geeky stuff, but also simplify it. So yeah. I, I, love, I love that you mentioned service and delivering service because I think that's one of the key reasons why you would systemize a business. Michael Gerber talked in the EMIF about building a standard operating procedures manual. And that is useful, of course, when you're an entrepreneur and you want to delegate, you want to get some things off your list, right? You want to pass it yeah. to other people. But also what it's great for is delivering consistently to your customers. If you have a way of doing things that is common right across your whole business, that way can be consistent without it having to be, you know, you've got Bob sitting in the corner and he does it differently to Sarah and Sarah does it differently yeah. to Frank. And then, you know, Sarah leaves and Frank, you know, takes over her role and, and he does it in a slightly different way. And you, the business owner, you, you know, you're trying to grow the business or you're running around with your head cut off as we do sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if there's yeah. no consistency, it means that your customers are not going to have a great experience. And so, you know, what I love about building these systems is not only does it give you your time back many, many times over as the business owner, but it also means that you can deliver better and more consistently to your customers. And for some business owners, there's a bit of a hesitation with building systems and documenting them. And, and sometimes they even get pushback from their staff. You know, staff start thinking, well, are you going to, are you going to send all our jobs overseas? Or are you going to, are you preparing to fire me? You know, why are you making me write down all these systems? And, and in some cultures, you know, business cultures, some people are even holding on to their way of doing things. You know, the Sarah or the Frank might not want to tell you how they do it because they're worried that they might then become replaceable. But the point yeah. is, is that we're doing this so that the business can thrive, so that our customers get a, a better and more consistent service, but then the business can be more successful overall and everybody benefits from that. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. And, and just thinking about systems, one part of my system before starting a podcast is to let the dog out of the office. So <laughs> <laughs> I need a checklist on that, Pete, because <laughs> my son just came home and the dog's going crazy. There you go. Luckily, I just have to lean over and that's it. Podcast starter. Podcast starter checklist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, let's have a look at some of the things that you would systemize and let's look at ways to simplify that for people because this is going to sound really... I talked about at the beginning about how you can talk geek um, and also talk human, but true confession here, I'm actually a bit of a closet geek because even just talking about systemizing and getting everything so you can delegate and it's all organized, secretly I get pretty excited about <laughs> stuff. Not because I just love the whole idea of the technology and doing it, but I get really excited about what it means for the business owner because it means freedom. Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely means freedom. So I want to keep that as a reminder for people when you feel intimidated by it is what we're going to be talking about here is freedom for you. So let's look about one of those, the first things that's got to do with freedom. So when you're working with businesses, helping them to systemize, what's going to be one of the core first areas that people need to look at? Um, I think start with mindset is super important. Um, you know, we, we want to develop these systems and everything else. But um, what I like to say to my uh, our customers is that 
you want to think about yourself as the CEO of a publicly traded company. And there's a couple of key things, couple of key things that come with that. Number one is there's the ability for you to be replaced. So what that means is that if you are taken out of the business and another CEO or managing director comes in, then someone else has to be able to run the ship. So the way that you do things in your daily disciplines has to be repeatable, uh, has to be, you know, ideally, you know, in, in patterns and with good, healthy routines. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be documented absolutely everything that you do, um, but it does have to be um, with a certain rhythm. Now, that, that not only helps you and, and, uh, and your tasks, but it also helps your team as well. When you're a, a leader who's actually consistent for your team members, things like mm-hmm. showing up to meetings on time, um, things like keeping your team accountable, um, not just, you know, <laughs> not just, you know, giving them tasks, but actually being, you know, holding them accountable to those tasks as well. Yeah. That really helps the business. Number two, you need to look at your business like a, like a machine, like an engine room. It needs to have leads or customers come in the front and, and produce work, produce value for your customers customers and have an economic engine which is going to then you know produce results at the end of the day that's super important because if you don't see the business like that then you may just see the business and we've seen some of our customers that are like this where there's there's one key person there's one person you know who's the head of the business and the owner of the business and they might have 20 we call them, you know, 20 PAs, 20 personal assistants for just one business owner. That's not a real business. Right. A real, a real business is something that you can step away from for periods of time and it will still run. It won't crash and burn without you. But also that you could theoretically be replaced as the person running the business and someone else could come in and run it and it's not being held up by you actually running everything. So that's actually a good point because I know that there's going to be some people who are listening to this or watching us and they're going to go, well, you know, I'm a service provider. I'm it. So what's your advice for people that are in that situation where they're thinking, I don't have a machine? Great question. Um, There's a book which I absolutely love by John Warillo, his name is. Warillo. Warillo, and it's called Built to Sell. And that really takes you through the journey of productizing your services. And it may include, you know, you thinking differently about services you're providing. Hopefully it includes you saying no to one or two things that you're currently doing, but it really helps you with the the mentality and also the practical steps to productizing more of your services. So it's something that you can sell and repeat uh, and hopefully delegate the delivery on and potentially even the sales and the other operations to other people in the business that aren't you. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's something I'm really passionate about helping people do because most, you know, a lot of times people will go, look, you can't possibly turn what I do into some kind of product or online program where nobody else can do as well as you know I'm doing but it can be a bit of a reality check and a bit of an ego check too to be able to step back and go okay well what can I do that somebody else can slip in and be a mini me and run it or if if you're the best in the world at it you can record it and turn it into a video series there's always that as an option too yeah Yep, absolutely. Which I just, that's my favorite part. So yeah. Okay. Brilliant. So I love that you started with the CEO mindset. Really, really important. So what's next MP? What's next? Well, let's, let's get a bit more practical then. Yeah. Um, next, we have to build a standard operating procedures manual. And, and right. what we used to do is we'd have, you know, a binder or a folder and we'd print out all our systems. Uh, the thing is now in the digital age, everything moves so quickly that just isn't really going to serve us. And so yeah. we want to build a digital standard operating procedures manual. Now, this isn't just a folder in Dropbox with, with, you know, with Word docs sitting in it because that's not really enough. You'll build that and no one will use it. We've seen that tried many times, but if you are on the road to 
building out systems and you've started putting stuff in Word docs or you know wherever they're in, great, you're on your way and and we commend that, that's good. But ideally what you wanna build and, and, and what we use is a tool called Google Sites to build what's effectively an intranet. Nice. Think of it like halfway between Wikipedia and WordPress. It's something that you and your team can edit collaborate on and build a, a library effectively of your processes, systems, how-tos, instructional videos, and everything that you need to teach someone how we do things the way we do things in this business. So that might be onboarding a new starter and getting them up to speed with, with what their role is, what your culture is, um, how you do things in the business, what they need to know, you know, what the rules are, what the guidelines are, or it may be a resource for your team to have an FAQ section so that, at, you know, if you've got team team members working on a team together and you want them to be able to ask each other questions rather than coming to you for questions all the time, um, then this is a great area where they can build out their own FAQ and um, and actually work as a team and help each other. So what's what's the software that you use for that? So this is Google Sites. We use Google Sites, yes. So we have a, a, a template that we provide um, to clients, to our members, um, and a training, a video training program, and all that kind of thing to help you get set up. But it's a free product. You can go to, you know, if you've got a Gmail address, you can use Google Drive and you can create your own Google Site. Really super easy to do, and it's free, which is wonderful. So there's no cost for the actual program to do it. But this effectively lets you build a business intranet, and that intranet is where you start storing all of those systems, and then you share it with your team members. They can all get access to them. You know, it's interesting that you say this because one of the things, and it's really interesting, it's not just at in, if you're in a Facebook group or if you're in a forum or if you're in a mastermind, I've had this same discussion with people who are startups and then in a mastermind group that I'm part of where everybody's like seven, eight figure businesses, like these are big, you know, businesses that have been very well established. We have exactly the same discussion, which <laughs> is... What's the best? Should we be using Google? Should we be using Dropbox? Should there be some other technology? It's always amazed me that it seems to be something that people just can't find the perfect solution for them. So mm. using for you, because you work with a lot of different businesses, yeah. why do you see the advantages of that over, say, using the Dropbox with maybe an Excel documents and whatnot. Yeah. Great, great question. Just, just to put it out there. I mean, we've worked with thousands of businesses and they've been right from startups, which are one or two man bands up to one of our customers is a $500 million, you know, like half a billion wow. dollar franchise right across Australia and New Zealand. Um, we've got another franchise, actually hundred million dollar a year business with a hundred stores all over Australia. And all of them have used Google Sites, as well as, you know, Woolworths are one of the largest Google customers in the world. They have 300,000 employees and they use Google Sites for their intranet as well. So from small businesses right up to the absolutely massive, super uber successful businesses, Google Sites is being used. A couple yep. of things that I like about it, it's super simple to use. So it's easy and I think too much time is spent with people making decisions on what technology is right. When you yeah. know what, you can just start with something basic and get, get version 1.0 done today and then, then it's out the door. Um, and so, yes, Google is sometimes criticized for being too simple or not having all the features that someone wants. But you know what? It's better to get something done than to get nothing done while you're procrastinating over making a decision. So that's, yeah. that's the first that's it's simple and it's good easy advice. To, and I, think, I think that's an advantage. Yeah. <laughs> um, secondly, it's free. It's hard to beat free. <laughs> <laughs> you That's know, whether, whether you're a small business and, and, you know, all small businesses care, you know, care about saving a dollar or if you're a larger business and you've, you've got to look at, well, what's this going to cost me to roll out some kind of sophisticated internet solution? Free is free. It's free. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's great. Um, and, and thirdly, 
you know, we help businesses move from the Microsoft world into the Google world for their email, their file storage. And, you know, we help with that journey of, of adopting Google Cloud and it's now called G Suite. It used to be called Google Apps. And being that Google Sites is integrated to the rest of your Google tools, it means that if I want to embed a video that's stored in my Google Drive, it can be embedded straight away. If I want to embed a Google Doc that, I'm, that I've got Google, uh, Google Drive, like a, a sales guide or something like that, which might be 20 pages long, I can embed that straight in there. If I've got a presentation or a slideshow in Google Slides, I can embed that straight into my intranet as well. So it's not just a, a, you know, a page-by-page static document. It's living and breathing. Everyone can edit and work on it but also it's dynamic and then I can embed that multimedia content. I can embed a YouTube video, you know, anything else and all that in a free product. Pretty impressive. That's good. Well, that's, that's a good point because I've always been a Dropbox girl. So, and, but you know, I work with a lot of people that use a lot more of the Google suites than I do. So this is an interesting one. So that's absolutely, (laughs) I'm going to go and, um, and bite the bullet. Yeah, talk me into it. So, and the, and it comes back down to the first thing we said at the beginning is this is about freedom. So, yep. for me, it's always got to be a cloud solution because I don't want to have to be taking my laptop somewhere to be able to work on my business or access a file or needing that I I need to be able to know that I can have my team anywhere in the world and I can be anywhere in the world and it's going to work. So. Yep. Totally. Yeah. So if you always think back to freedom, then you know what your checklist is that whatever it's going to be, it's got to be cloud-based that I'm going to have. So yeah, yeah, brilliant. So I'm just checking our time, making sure we're going to go tight, tight, tight. Yeah. (laughs) So let's now look at other things that people can be using to systemize their business with the outcome of freedom and making it a better experience for your clients as well. Yeah. Look, I'd say, um, and I did want to, really quickly demo Google Sites so people can see what it yeah, looks like. that would be awesome. So I may as, may as well share my screen. Um, yeah. There's two things I wanted to cover. Number one, I want to get, you know, cover how um, every how you can keep your team accountable to these processes and systems because that's really important. Yeah. And then lastly, I also wanted to cover, you know, how can, how can you get started if, if you're wondering where to start? Yeah, um, so let me go ahead and share my screen really quickly. So this is what uh, our Google Site looks like. Um, so it just, you know, lives in the browser like everything in the Google world. Um, and you can see here we've got kind of like a, a, a starting area. We've then got a, a news guide, which is our, our onboarding guide for our new team members. So if I open up a page like your first week, um, we've got an area of the business where we take our new team members through all, you know, what their key tasks are. Um, and we actually have a structure onboarding um, which has over a number of days. And so all of the all of the onboarding, all the videos they need to watch, all of the training that they take through, all documented to the uh, down to the minute. Excellent. <laughs> um, wow, that's impressive. That's that all uh, that's all been straightforward anyone for anyone building images that have been embedded and, and other bits and pieces there. And then you can see we've embedded an image here. So this is a bit of a fun page. This is our team and values. And so yeah, we make sure we share. This is when we do our, our team cut-ups, which we do once every six weeks. Uh, sorry, six months. We get the whole company together. And then through, you know, what are our what are our company values? You know, make sure we embed those from the um, from the day one for the news. And then we'll go through things like, you know, what's our uh, what's our organizational structure? Um, you know, what does that structure look like for our company? And, and you know, just making sure that we're preparing the newbies to be, um, you know, not be scared on their first day or their first week um, to make sure that they really feel like they're part of the family. Um, and after that onboarding, we, we get into the day-to-day stuff. So, you know, in the sales area, we've got pages for, you know, we've got sales guides for each of our different products. Um, we then, you know, like 
educational training content, um, statistics and KPIs. I've got graphs embedded, um, which uh, if you've got a, a, a spreadsheet in Google Sheets, you can have graphs that automatically update um, while they're embedded here into Google Sheets. They so can build out a bit of a dashboard. So there's lots and lots of stuff here for anyone who's on our sales team. They've got absolutely everything that they might need there for mm -hmm. anything that they're doing in their role. That's brilliant. And the nice part about this is it can grow as you're growing. So yeah, yeah so I guess the big challenge there is for people to be able to really work out the file structure. So that it makes perfect Keep it sense. simple. Keep it simple. And like, you know, we say just, you know, mimic your organizational structure. Um, if you've got a sales team, if you've got a delivery team, if you've got a customer service team or an operations team, just mimic that structure. Keep it simple. We can help with structure. We've got a, you know, our template educates you on how you can structure things and we can hold your hand through that. But don't ever, you know, worry too much about what the structure is and have that stop you from actually moving forward yeah this is only one piece of the puzzle though janet so this is this is the how to do stuff this is the documentation part and you know building that out is important getting your team members involved is important we've got strategies with that we've you know we can teach you how to how to write really great business system that's all important but the next step is accountability the next step mm -hmm. is actually making sure this stuff gets done right so if it's a repeating yeah. task and stuff do it every Wednesday at 10 a.m. How do you know that that's actually being done? And what we love to see our clients use for that is some kind of task tracking system. Now, you can use whatever system you want. It might be Asana, it might be Trello, it might be teamwork.com, it might be Podio, whatever, you know, whatever your flavor is, that doesn't really matter as long as you're using something. Yep. Again, we say keep it simple. I like Asana, and that's A-S-A-N-A.com. Yep. Um, we like that because it's free for up to 15 people. Again, you can't beat free. Yeah. Uh, and it's simple to use. It's got a nice, easy interface and it's got your, um, your tasks that come through to your mobile phone as well. Now, you set a repeating task in a, in a tool like Asana and you can actually link from that task to the process in Google Sites. And so each Google page will have a URL you just drop that straight into the task. That's fantastic. It's this is um, right from the very beginning. Um, so I use Basecamp. Um, I wouldn't go and get yeah, Basecamp now because I think there's cheaper ways <laughs> to do it. But I'm on the old, you know, classic system. So we've got a good rate. But the thing that I love about it is you can go through and you've got your to dos. I always go through, um, you know, the the beginning of each day and just make sure, okay, have I heard back from that one, that one, that one, that one? And it comes back to being that CEO mindset, doesn't it? So, you know, there's, there can't be anything about, well, we talked about it or it was in, it was in one of the emails or something. It's there. Accountable, I love that. Yeah. Well, a number of the um, top engineers from Basecamp left and started teamwork.com. Oh, did they? Yeah, about three on a, God, probably four or five years ago now. Oh. Um, a little bit of trivia. So, yes, absolutely. The, the accountability is, um, is super important there. Now, people might be thinking, well, you know, where do I start? Um, you know, if I don't have any systems or if I've only got one or two systems written, you know, how do I start? And um, mm. there's, a, there's, there's two easy ways to get started with systems. Number one is writing down your critical processes and we call them jump shots. So Michael Jordan, greatest basketballer of all time, he didn't perfect the double backflip slam dunk. He perfected the jump shot and he practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced the jump shot till he was so good it was a part of him. And when it was a couple of seconds to go in the game, the team would get the ball to Michael and bang, he'd now the jump shot and would win the game. Excellent. Now, you identify what are your jump shots in your business? Identify six or eight key processes, the key ones that you must not fail, that must be perfect every single time. For yeah. you, it might be answering the phone. For you, it might be, uh, you know, what happens if there's an injury in the workplace? If you're a labor hire business, it might be getting your payroll and your timesheets right. 
But whatever's absolutely critical in your business, make sure you've got those identified. And those six to eight key processes, we call them our jump shots, they're the ones you start with. If you don't have any processes written, write down your jump shots. I like the term. The team and you go yeah. hey and, and explain to them these are our jump shots these are the these are the things that if we stuff up then our business is dead it's gone you know yeah. if you're a lawyer it's going to be reconciling your trust account right uh, you know things like that that could kill the business if something goes wrong so that's the first thing you yeah. do, jump shots and you share those with the team for us we're a serv- it service business so our process of managing support requests is one of our jump shots right we receive 400 re- support requests per week and so if we're not nailing oh, that process... What a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. We would, we would cease to exist pretty quickly. It just, it would, just would not even work at all. So yeah. number one, second step is your bottlenecks. What oh, are your top 10 bottlenecks to you growing and achieving your goals right now? So these are processes that are not documented or processes that are not consistent or processes that you're doing as the business owner that you shouldn't be doing. Write down 10, just the, the ones that come off the top of your head. Imagine you went on holidays for a week. What would go wrong with you not being there day to day? That stuff. When, if you yeah. take a day off, what do your team call you about? What problems pop up? They're your bottlenecks and your top 10 bottlenecks are the easiest place to start if you want to get some quick wins in getting processes off your plate. If you but, only do payroll yeah. once a month, don't worry about you know systemizing that just yet. If it's like something you do for half an hour once a month, don't worry about it. Do yeah. the ones that are coming up every day. <laughs> and you know what? For people who are listening where you're thinking, well, I don't have a team. I'm a solopreneur or I might have, I've been thinking about getting a virtual assistant or I'm thinking about that. The thing that I found when I started out, because I couldn't afford to have a full-time assistant, so I just brought in a, a virtual assistant who I, I basically stalked her in a forum and I thought she knows what she's talking about and she's got VA written in her forum name. So I hounded her until she said, all right, I can only work for you a few hours a week. That's fine. One of the first things I got her to do was write, there's things that we have to do every single week that are getting repeated and they have to be done really well. Otherwise it, there's too much toing and froing, you know? And so I know, even though I love systems, I'm not a detailed person. So if it was left up to me to be creating all of these, it's not going to happen. I can do the, you know, the main bits or I can talk it into a recorder, but when it comes to creating all of this, if it's left to me, it's not going to happen. So the first thing I did was I would document it either by word or video or just the dot points. And I've really paid her to start off with was to write those procedures in a way that somebody else could take over so that I never had to touch them again. And so once I, I really only took a few weeks of me paying her till they were so systemized that I really only had to check in once a week to make sure that they were done because we had a checklist. So then Love it. it meant that I could then use her time for other things. And so if you're at this point where you're thinking this does not apply to me, I'm too small. That's one of the best investments that I ever made was getting somebody to make it so that I could then replicate and get somebody else to come in and I didn't have to get them to work too many hours because they just had to follow the list. Super easy. So start it well before you think you need to do it is going to, that's, that's my big contribution to this, to our discussion is don't think that this is only for bigger businesses. It is absolutely right there for you right from the very beginning. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really, really easy to find those uh, you know, part-timers if you're starting with your first helper um, in the business. And you know, if you think if you're spending an hour a week or two hours a week doing a process, if you can spend an hour and a half once yeah. documenting it as you do it 
And it might be as simple as hitting record on a screen sharing uh, application and just recording a screen and, and talking over it. You record yeah. that once, then it's off your plate. You, you just gave yourself an hour a week forever. <laughs> and so that's 50 hours a year that you, that you just Absolutely. got back. Uh, and then you just do it again and again and again. So you're, you're investing in your time documenting these systems, but then getting those off your plate. Yeah, that's fantastic, Pete. So I'm very aware of our time here. So we've done well. So um, just to summarise for people, you know, the systemizing means that you're going to get freedom and it also means that you're, you're going to be providing a more consistent service to your clients and you've got a business that lasts. So the things that we really looked at is, you know, your mindset, you've got to have that CEO mindset. You've got to have those systems in place. Pete's given some really good advice on the simple free technology that you can be using to get started and really get started before you need to and make sure you're using a system to keep people accountable because there's no use having systems if nobody's using them. So Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Pete. Now, for people who are listening, Pete and I have, Pete loves what he's doing. Like when I say, can you come onto the podcast? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll be there. You know, he loves what he's doing. And so one of the best things that's great feedback for us is if you actually take action and if you take the time to just get in contact with Pete. So whether you're going to be stalking him on Facebook or whether you're going to go over and go to IT Genius and just drop him a message and just say, like, just share what was the aha that you got and what action did you take? It's fantastic feedback for us, um, you know, because very often we can feel like we're, we're talking, but we actually don't get to have that feedback. So that's really um, the best gift that you can give us as a thank you to Pete. So thank you so much for your time, Peter. Janet, thanks for having me. And yeah, thank you. Thank you, everyone who's listening in. Yeah. And just also, where can people go to? Where's the best place to find you? Look, best place to get in touch with us. Uh, you know, what we do is we help small businesses get their IT unmessed and unmessed. get it all running Love well it. and consistently and simply. Um, and, you know, it, pretty much anything in the Google world in what we call the Google cloud or the, the enterprise world. So, the unsexy stuff like file storage and emails and DNS and, and that techo stuff, getting your back office operations sorted and efficient, that's what we can help with. So itgenius.com is the best place to get in touch. We've got a YouTube channel with videos. Um, yeah, we're on Facebook as well. But uh, if you're interested, we have right on our homepage, it's right up the top, our essential cloud apps guide. Uh, and uh, we say they're guaranteed to uh, boost your productivity because they are. So jump onto our essential cloud apps guide. We always keep that up to date with what Excellent. we believe absolutely essential cloud apps for all small businesses. And if you need anything from our team, just get in touch. Always happy to help. That's brilliant. Excellent. Well, we'll put the links down below here on the website as well. So if you're listening on the podcast, you can come over to romanticatribe.com and you can get the links to all of those things and the books and everything we've talked about today, you'll be able to find them all there. So thank you so much for your time, Pete. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. There. Go and take some action, folks. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. It's Janet here. Thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio. Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.